Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we drink beer daily. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week we are reading The Mister by E.L. James and starting with the beer. Oh, fuck. That was in my ear. <laughs> Which is something they say in this book later. <laughs> I couldn't believe that I found this beer. This beer is from the Commonwealth Brewing Company, which is a first for us, and it is called Maximilian, and it has a two-headed eagle on the can. Wow. Holy shit. That is yeah, really on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Two noses. And it is a Munich-style dunkel, because he dunks his balls in many ladies. Oh, that's his name is Maxim dudes. also, but you know, mainly that. We'll get to that double-headed eagle thing later. This tastes like a German beer. I mean, I don't know what a dunkel is, Michael. Do you it's know? Dark, you have this savant it's a, knowledge. It's, it's a dark German style beer. Yeah, it tastes like that. Um, it tastes kind of like a brown ale. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's. I'm sure they would say no. Ballpark. It is very different. Well, but, you know, a brown ale is an ale, whereas a dunkel is a lager. Okay. So it's going to be a lot of like a cleaner flavor. Like yeah, really s- simple. But it has that. It's um, a Bavarian style. Has that flavor? It's kind of like a Munich style Dunkin'. Bock. I don't know if that's. Is that in Bavaria? I don't know. The states? Provinces of Germany? I don't know. This is... It's a German beer. And it tastes like beer. And it's fine. Perfectly fine. But I chose this because it's called Maximilian. And the main character of this travesty that is a book, uh, his name is Maxim. And the two-headed eagle is their fucking family crest. So it's like this beer was made for us to do this not for Germans. and it's on the flag of albania <laughs> which is of course a huge coincidence in the book but in the real world now i just feel so connected to it so the mister is e.l james's first novel that is not in the 50 shades of gray universe and uh the fourth book of hers we're doing and of course we're doing this for valentine's day has become our tradition to read a trashy romance novel really just an el james book so far for yeah. the last four years yeah um so we'll see uh what happens next year but this was picked by our patrons and we'll get back to them later uh but it takes place in mostly england london specifically and then cornwall and follows maxim maxim Maxim. Maxim Trevelyan, which sounds like a fucking Bond villain's name. It was. Wasn't that the bad guy in Goldfinger? 006 uh, Eye. Alec Trevelyan. So, I don't know, like, she's like, really, she's like, love that name. I mean, is that a British name? I don't know. No. Anyway. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, like Maxim Trevelyan, that sounds like a guy who wears a, a tracksuit and a gold chain and lives in Brighton Beach <laughs> and is like a Russian gangster. <laughs> that doesn't sound like, like a the British Lord. Earl of Trevithick, which let's be honest, it's really just her saying ever thick. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was pronouncing it treve thick the whole time because his dick was <laughs> as thick as a tree. <laughs> or it was as thick as three dicks. Treve thick. <laughs> Anyway, he is this play, coked up Lord Playboy who uh, at the start of the novel is just just going through all the posh gash on Tinder. Starting the doing. novel by banging his newly Sister-in-law. dead brother's, yeah, newly dead brother's wife. Right. Though not for the first time. A plot line 
that doesn't matter ultimately goes nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, he's found his brother, Kit, who was the you know, groomed to be the Earl of Trevithick or whatever it is, just tragically died in a ice motorcycling <laughs> accident. <laughs> It's not. That's exactly what it is. And <laughs> it was devastating, Mike. How dare you make fun of it? And you know he what? He was heartbroken. I, had, I have a beer sort of for that that I just wanted to get rid of this beer. And that loss really stings. And you know what also? Who must feel a lot of stings? Beekeepers. <laughs> this is called Beekeeper. This is a honey double IPA from Burlington Beer Company that I just felt it was going to go bad if I didn't drink it soon enough. And it's a 9% alcohol IPA with, with honey. And uh, it's very nice. I don't really get the honey flavor in there. But um, that might be the only term of endearment that doesn't get used in this book, actually. So, yeah, it's fine beer. Um, Burlington, we've had a bunch of theirs beers before. They're, st- they're, they're all pretty decent. Nothing mind-blowing from there. Anyway, Maxim is... Uh, he, he has become the lord of... The, the Earl of Trevathick, whatever. And he's banging his widow, his brother's widow... Caroline or Caro. Yeah, that's the, just honestly unforgivable. <laughs> that nickname? So God, Caro. Just don't. <laughs> it, it just sounds it sounds feel British. It's very British. Eels, is Eels Jane, British, right? Is she? She is. Okay. Yeah. You guys clearly shouldn't read the about the author the last four times. <laughs> yeah, I knew she was, but it felt like she was writing about London like she had read about it. She's from London. Well, I don't know. She could just be fucking stupid. So, she's there is a chance. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of evidence here. <laughs> Can you so support that with the text? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, four books yeah, for us. The, the entire text, and we didn't even read all her books. There's, there's the other, the alternative perspective Fifty Shades books, which are from when we're really desperate for. Oh shit. God, I forgot about those. How could you forget, Nate? How knowing that out there doesn't haunt you. You don't want to just complete the whole series when he's just like, oh, it's so tight. <laughs> What's this perspective going to be? Anyway. It's uh, a sextet of books. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Or as he sure. would call it, a fucktet. <laughs> Hard. This book This book is much more graphic about the sex, which we'll, we should... Well, let's get through kind the setup because then, then we can get to the dumb... Okay. And many other, many other things we have to say. So he's fucking, he's brother's dead. He's the Lord. He's fucking the brother's widow, but he's like, this is wrong. And then he's like, oh, and I have a cleaning lady. And then the book really starts. <laughs> well, he's also just picking up girls at clubs doing that too. But then, but the book alternates like really every two pages perspective from Maxim to Alessia, the maid, the house cleaner maid who's, living in London illegally, you find out later, uh, and just cleaning, and has taken over from the other cleaning woman. I forget, even forget what her name was. Christina? Yeah, Christina, but that spelled that all space in my brain. Like a K but. and a Y. <laughs> uh, Alessia's from Albania. Uh, and she is just cleaning. She's only been in London a couple of weeks, and she, this is like her only job, and kind of making some money under the table. Um, but she's a brilliant pianist. She's brilliant on the penis, too. No joke there. (laughs) I was pausing for you guys. Just (laughs) now. It's making room for the penis. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, and anyway, her for for her main thing is that okay, she has a lot of really stupid things. So she's there just to like clean she's this, this one house, this one really rich apartment in you know of Maxims. So she she's there to clean it, and she does that. But she also she's a brilliant pianist, but she doesn't get to play because she's living in a side shack thing in some suburb of London. I don't know. But anyway, so she like wants to play the she wants him to not be there so that she can actually just sit and play the play the piano a little bit. And she notices first his photography, his DJ equipment, his <laughs> music compositions that he's partially through because he's a composer and a DJ and a He's also a male model. He's also, also a model, yeah. yes. So the very first busy. time she's there she does like she thinks she doesn't realize that he's still in. She thinks he must be gone, so she just is good cleaning up. She opens the door and sees him naked. It's like, oh, oh my! And she was. And it's the first naked man she's ever seen. Well, she's from Albania. She's seen a lot more naked goats. Apparently, <laughs> I quote. She says, "We are goat people." At one point in the book, <laughs> describing oh, and Albania. So when he's driving through it, he says, "Goats tethered, goats free. This is Alessia's country." <laughs> He's a poet. <laughs> so one thing I observed in this book is that E.L. James is a shit writer, but she thinks to develop characters is to describe their hobbies. <laughs> Seriously, like every time like you meet a character, there's a little paragraph. It's like, and then we meet, you know, Jenkins or whatever the fuck, the guy who sets up like the clay pigeons or something like that. And like, oh, we used to hang out all the time, but he's a much better surfer than me. <laughs> like, that's it. And like, you're just like, oh, now I now I know him. <laughs> now I understand that guy. That's so. Deep. Yeah. So she just, dis- but I'm, it's it's seriously all the characters just <laughs> describes what their interests are. That's how you develop a character, apparently. So Max is the main character. He has like five hobbies. That's how developed he is. He's a photographer, a DJ. He dabbles on the piano. He does some modeling. He. But, gets a lot of gash. But mainly what you he know does, this yes, guy. is he fucks. He does blow. And I would he never say actually that, does it in the book. Would you say that oh, he fuck, has fucked maybe like 2,020 people? <laughs> it does say countless at one point. This is fuck 2020 <laughs> from Abomination. <laughs> well, this book is an abomination too, so. It's a double India pale ale. 9.1%. Oh, good luck to me. It's very nice. I won't say that it makes this book worth it, but it's very nice. It's got a light. It's a double IPA. You know, I'm sure there's some flavors in there that I that I'm tasting and I can't describe. But it's a very nice. You know, the the, the can is very scary with like burning. They're burning a man a man in the fireplace and there's skeletons and they're in tuxedos and having a good time. But it's a very festive, lovely double IPA, and uh, it fucks much like. Maxim, DJ Lord Everthick, I call him. <laughs> I like to imagine that's his DJ name. DJ Maximum Volume. I'm trying to think of the names of other DJs. Uh, it's just it's just DJ Random Noun. That's that's all it is. It's you're fine. But this guy, this guy fucks all the time, and such to such a degree that when she's picking up his clothes, she always has to empty the trash can. It's always full of used condoms. And oh, also, his name would be Durex. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, that works. Like Skrillex. <laughs> uh, so she, like 
he, he even later on when he's banging, he just has an infinite supply of condoms. Yeah, he always buys, he always like, has one, one in his pocket. Of con- and he ha- and, and then he like dip lows and <laughs> needs another one. Uh, uh, can't think of that's it. I can't think of anything for Avicii. So besides a pee pee, which is not very funny. <laughs> so I'm sorry. It's funnier than anything in this book. Also funnier than anything Avicii did. So Oof. yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, give me some Zed. <laughs> what? It's my birthday. No, anyway. Head? No, never mind. Anyway, she's cleaning his apartment, and she's like, I just want to play the fuck out of that piano. That's the only joy in my life is playing the piano. Because she also and has incredible synesthesia. Yes. like She can she hear had, all the colors. She's like, this song is blue. And he's like, okay. Abadi Abadai. <laughs> Yes, his DJ name is Eiffel 65 inches. <laughs> 6.5 <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay, so anyway. Oh, can I just point out one, one amazing... Like in the beginning when he's fucking the bitches and he's like, oh, she has amazing tits and I'm going to fuck her. And a, <laughs> the line, the line is that scenes. creative. <laughs> uh, in the beginning when he's banging some girl he picks up, he meets her on Tinder. That's where he's meeting all the girls. Yes. It's very explicit. And then when he bangs her and she's leaving his apartment, she's like, here's my number. And it's written down on a piece of paper. And it's like, why would he need that? Like, didn't you just text and call each other like through the Tinder app at the very least? Or communicate? Like, why would you then need a piece of paper? It's 2019 when this book came out. Who fucking exchanges information like that? It's, you know... Written by a woman who's never done any of these things. That's very clear. <laughs> so Maxim, one day, it does wake up and in his apartment, and Alicia is there cleaning, and he's instantly thinks she's hot. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I like her. Ooh, and she happened to be only she wasn't wearing pants. I forget. She why, took off her pants because it was wet. She has like a like a house dress thing, like a muumu she wears to clean, <laughs> and it's kind of transparent. And you can see her pink panties, and it's like this is a guy who's been banging high end tail, and he's like, "Oh, pink panties, that's my thing. I can't control myself." <laughs> and they're like, then later on, you see like she has the biggest panties he's ever seen. Like they're the like they they like they're like swim trunks. <laughs> And and he's so weird. He's like, oh, look at those hot pink panties. It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh my god. And then, but he wants. He wants it for the next twenty percent of the book. It's really just like, oh, I really like my daily, but I can't say anything. Oh no, this is weird. I can't, you know, be like, hey, how's it going? And then he's just really awkward, <laughs> but not in like a funny, ironic way. It's just kind of like he doesn't. He's just stupid. Doesn't know what to say. Yeah. Um, Even though he, up until this point he was the king of fuck mountain. Exactly. Yeah, he somehow found the line. <laughs> That's too far. Uh, he does seem very drunk by it. It's just like ah, oh, she's my maid. It would be wrong because like he clearly never cared about anything like that before. He just banged his brother's widow like a day ago. There's another passage where like the father the father's like, Don't fuck the local girls. No, and then yeah. he took him to a whorehouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that was because he was so, fucking the local girls also. 
That was wrong. He that was fucked anything wrong. that was alive and maybe some things that were dead. They didn't say that he didn't. I mean, if they started alive, he's probably good. Yes. Who knows where it ends? <laughs> it's a lot of blow, apparently. Did you say blow? I did. Would you say that he does a lot of blow in this book? He just doesn't do any blow in this book, but he talks about it all the time. He, he, he mentions it often. At one point, he even offers it to the maid who's like the never you know left the convent of albania yeah. woman he's like do you want something stronger she's like i will have diet coke and he's like okay that's <laughs> well pretty intense he himself is big on offering key bumps with extra powder <laughs> <laughs> this is extra powder key bump or keep of extra powder i don't know from hoof hearted <laughs> And it is a triple, dry-hopped triple India Pale Ale with Eldorado, oh, Mosaic, Motuka, and Simcoe. And it is 10.5%, and I'm really hoping good things for this. I can't imagine that it's not going to be at least decent. It's probably pretty good. It's very good. It's kind of like a tropical vibe. It doesn't taste at all like cocaine, so I hear. Because <laughs> your penis can still get hard. I don't know. After so he's doing a lot of blow. <laughs> like when, when you have coke dick, you're, you know, I've heard. You know. He only does a little bit, but is just it, it never stopped him because he is DJ Lord ever thick. And it's everything in this book. Everything, at least almost everything that Alessia does, is just like it's like it, it calls out to his dick. These are the words that she used. One of my favorite lines is when she says something. He says. It's music to my dick. Oh, yeah. I wrote, I wrote that one down. <laughs> <laughs> it's music to my dick. Like, who wrote this? Like, a 12-year-old boy wrote this. It was like my groin tightens. Like, oh, God, that sounds like torsion. You need to go to a hospital. Yeah, that can't be healthy. <laughs> uh, we should mention that these beers that are brought to us by our friends over at Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash drunk guys book club, you can support the podcast, of course, financially. And you can get all sorts of cool things, like early access to the episodes uh, by a full two weeks, sometimes more or less if our math is off, exclusive Patreon content, shout-outs, merch, all sorts of cool things. Head, it o- head on over there if you're so interested. And in fact, it's the time of the month where we shout-out the fine people. Nate, who are those people? I'd like to thank Matt, Doug, Russell, Tyler, Grace, Catherine, Colton, Aldog, Stephen, Nick, Dustin, Joe, Crab. Michael, Daniel, Amir, Hayden, Mariano, Emotional Support Burrito, CL, and Olive Mike Spini. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. No? (laughs) Nate, I mean, I like you too. (laughs) Just the peeny. I mean, I'm no Christian Gray, but it's all right. <laughs> or Maxim Trevelyan. I'm not. It's just not tree thick. So thanks, patrons. Thank thanks, you. guys. You chose this fucking book, so it's true. In a landslide. Speaking of it Christian was... Grays, this character is basically just Christian Gray again, without the sociopathy, or maybe a little less, and without like needing to tie people up. But essentially, is exactly the same. Let's let's save the comparison. Let's get through the dumb plot because there's 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 still so much. Kind of need to get the whole plot to, get still to, so to really analyze. So at one point, while um, Maxim is sort of like at home at his apartment trying to talk to Alessia, these two random these he's banging on the door. Open up! This is immigration, which is 
Oh, no, that's way later, man. That's after they're already together. No, no, oh, no really? that's when they're like about... They're, he's showing her his photography when they're like about to like smush Oh, he's about faces, to kiss her. Yeah. Right, yeah. Anyway, so they're like, you know, into each other. She's into him too, but she, you know, has never been kissed, so she doesn't know anything. Um, <laughs> anyway, she, there's a banging at the door and it says, open up, it's immigration. And he's like, who... Who is the? Can I see some? Can I see see some ID? And he immediately knows that immigration isn't a real office. It's called Border Patrol, her Border Force, <laughs> the Space Force. Yeah, her Her yeah. Majesty's. You know, blah blah blah. Anyway, so it was like this isn't real. They're clearly faking it, and so they leave. And then, but when he like finally like shuts the door on their faces and turns around, she's gone. She's escaped out the window. And he's like, oh, oh my God, the, you know, oh, they, she's afraid. I have to, have to go find her. So he gets in his car and drives to the train station and drives to, he, he knows where she lives, I guess. He drove her home once. When oh, it was yeah, that's right. Or when drove it was her home. snowing or something. How so nice he has it in his fancy GPS, in his Jaguar F series or series F or car words. So he knows where it is. So he goes and like, finds her um find goes meets her at the train station he's waiting at the train station when she gets off the train and she you know it, he has to wait for two trains, two trains. <laughs> no what shall he do it's like like, so the, like the paroles <laughs> two trains yeah. so uh and then he meets her oh i was so worried about you and then they go and they talk to her the person she's staying with which is a friend from her mom's from albania and it's like uh, but it's like a Polish woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even. It was like her childhood pen pal friend. And they've never met. Yes. And it makes about so, as much sense to you questioning that, to that, it, that's what it is. It, it's stupid. And so this is where um, Alessia tells Maxim that, you know, she's in the country illegally, which wasn't a big mystery, but that she was actually a victim of human trafficking from Albania, that they, they brought her to england but she managed to escape and then she managed to like walk to this place but these are the two human traffickers who are looking for her to come find her and it was really pretty stupid but anyway and maxim (laughs) decides to okay i'm gonna take uh, i'm going to call my like security friend or call my you know ex-military friend to come who has a has has a bodyguard yeah security company to watch your house which I'll pay for. And Alessia, you're coming with me and we're going to just go to the family home, family away home. Cause of course he isn't, he owns like all of Cornwall. To, so he's we're going to the manor. Yeah. The manor in Cornwall and stay at the hideout. <laughs> That's actually what it's called. <laughs> I know the, you know, where can we hide out? I don't know. <laughs> They'll never find us here. What, what can I call the place where they hide out? Oh, God. This is so hard. But they're, gonna, they're not going to stay in the big house. They're going to stay in the poor house nearby that's nicer than anyone else's house anyway. Also, they I mean, it's still the a town. cottage. It, yes, they own the town. And it's still a cottage on the ocean, on the beach. Oh, yeah. So even if it's not that big, it's still a very nice place. And it's got Sonos speakers everywhere. It's a lot of Sonos. There was, okay, so there's another thing about Sonos speakers. <laughs> At one point, the, 
He's a DJ allegedly. Uh, yeah, and also also like he's a DJ, but he has nothing but vinyl records. Like no one fucking uses that anymore. Uh, but, but anyway, he, but he also has his tracks on the on the radio and listening when they listen to like oh this is my here's this is a banger mellow song, play mix and here's my Korean house music tracks that I play sometimes when I'm DJing. We're gonna get into the music later, but he come, at one point when he comes back and finds her. He comes back unexpectedly early to the apartment before you know the shit breaks loose, and he hears her playing, and she's like the world's best pianist, and he has the world's best penis, so it's, <laughs> it's kismet. But <laughs> he hears it through the door, and he's like, "Did I leave my phone playing music?" It's <laughs> like, "Dude, you have a fucking grand piano in your apartment, and you can't tell the difference between us, like." A speaker and the real, like a phone speaker and a real (laughs) piano. And he's like, This sounds like a piano. How could it be? You're fuck. Holy shit. That doesn't make any sense. She just gave him all these hobbies and didn't even follow up on them to make them part of the plot. It's like, Oh, he's an expert. Like, he's an expert DJ and composer. He doesn't know what a piano sounds like in real life. What the? Oh my God. He also, he also couldn't finish his song until he saw his hot maid and then he was inspired to finish his song and then she said he was her he's like who's your favorite composer and she, he's like is it Bach and she's like no it's you it's like he wrote like a fucking ringtone <laughs> and you're like he's better than Bach and Beethoven and Rachmaninoff and like all the she, <laughs> every single song she plays is by a different composer you know she plays like eight Bach pieces at the end of the book there's a list of all the songs she plays Ugh. Like one Chopin piece and one Rachmaninoff piece that she plays like eleven times, and then uh, a Beethoven piece, and he's like, I like to think that E.L. James oh. googled classical composers, and then you know, like those little pictures when squares appear across the top that you can click on. I think she just went through those in order. Uh, I think she did. I think she picked <laughs> random things because, and she doesn't really know him too well because. At one point, she's playing something, and he's like, what is this? I don't recognize this piece. And this is a guy who, in his story, he like studied music as a student. He's like, oh, no, I took my level six O levels, or whatever the fuck bullshit they Harry call Potter? tests in England. Something dumb. <laughs> I took my newt in piano. <laughs> but he, he takes, he's like, I studied that piece. So at one point, he names this, like, a, this random one-hit wonder Baroque piece, Le Cuckoo. And he's like, oh, it is by so-and-so. I fucking, I majored in music. I don't know that guy's name who wrote that piece because no one cares about that guy. But then he hears another random piece. He's like, I don't recognize it. What is it? She's like, oh, it's Beethoven. He's like, "Mm, is it a sonata? She's like, yeah, it's the Tempest. Like, that's a fucking piece of the canon. Like, how did you not know that piece? (laughs) But you know the obscure other thing. And the RXY or whatever that fucking Canadian dude they listened to like five times. Yeah. It's another Australian guy. I forget where he's from. He's... I don't, know, I don't give it. I listened to I was like, who is this? And I listened to it. I was like, I don't like this at all. I didn't listen to it. I figured the, I the, wouldn't want the, to. All the music stuff is so frustrating. Well, she could have played uh, Snow Patrol, <laughs> but she didn't. That was the one she thing She didn't, didn't mention Talus once. No, she, she calls just Thomas Talus didn't write anything for piano. <laughs> that was her one plot that she had. Because it hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> but you know what? I can't wait for this beer. This is just, just going to be horrendous. So this beer needs a little explaining. Explaining. Uh, <laughs> explaining. So two things about this beer. One, it's, first of all, it's called Ghost Walker, and it's from Brewdog. And like his his brother's death is is kind of haunts him as he's as he's in mourning, and clearly misconstrues 
this infatuation to get o- to cope with his loss with love. Um, <laughs> so there's that. But this is a non-alcoholic beer, and much like Alessia, it's a virgin. So uh, <laughs> this is a non-alcoholic IPA from Brewdog, brewed in collaboration with the band Lamb of God. <laughs> How would Lamb of God make a non-alcoholic beer? I don't know. Maybe they're in recovery. But That's the only is, reason I could imagine. <laughs> this is horrendous. <laughs> this is so offensive. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Lamb of God than drink more of this beer, and I don't like them at all. It it tastes, it smells like IPA, but once it gets in your once it gets in your mouth, like the whole everything is wrong about it. Just like you know, this it book, has the, it's true. Though actually, not you know that's the one mouth stuff doesn't happen a lot in this book. No, it's um, too adventurous. She does not return the favor. He's like, I'm going to marry. He's like, dude, you got to. You got to try that once. <laughs> um, she does at one point. He does say. And it made me feel uncomfortable. Uh, I want to feel those teeth on me. Yeah, he says a lot of strange things. There's one point when, after, after uncorking her and banging her like 11 times in the next 11 minutes, he bends over to do some doggy style, and his cock swipes her butt cheeks, and he's like, someday. Yeah. Ooh. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, but one day soon. He's going to do some butt stuff. And she's like, what? He's like, just, no, don't worry. I'm all about the puss right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's a virgin, and uh, and she's never been kissed. Yeah, well, at first, they're, like, still very coy about the fact that they both want each other. And she's like, I can't, she's, you know, I, she's just here with me because she needs help, but she's my daily, I can't do this. And she's like, oh, I don't know, I mean... I like him, but anyway, so, but eventually after a little while, they decide they, they're like, oh, but I really do, really do want you. And then the whole time she's like, I need a place to live. Cause like her roommate's leaving conveniently in two weeks and she needs a place. And she's like, I can live with him. No, I cannot allow myself to dream <laughs> of such things. I will clean his apartment every day. He once gave me an umbrella. <laughs> That's basically her thought process. Yeah. After a day, they just can't like keep their hands off each other, so so they do it. Uh, but she was a virgin this whole time because of the patriarchy in Albania, apparently. Anyway, I have a beer for this. This is by Grimm, who will definitely not sponsor us. This beer is called Pineapple Cherry Pop. <laughs> I don't remember the meat and pineapples in the book, Nate. Oh, that that's a a makes it taste different. <laughs> this is definitely sour. This is a pop-style sour ale with pineapple, cherry, vanilla, and milk sugar. What is pop-style? Is that Midwest for soda? <laughs> I think we're in Michigan. <laughs> I mean, I guess. But it is uh, definitely very tart, even though it says it has milk sugar in it. This is a very quite sour, quite, quite tart beer. I mean, I like it still, but it is pretty strong. Though not necessarily an alcohol weight. It is only 5.2% alcohol, so not that bad. But it's a very strong flavor. I mean, it really does taste like it has cherry syrup in it. Anyway, it's still good, though. I like it. It's kind of like having sex with a virgin, you know? It's like, it seems like a really cool idea. And then you're like, oh, hmm. 
Yeah. That was that was just awkward. There's a really disgusting cleanup scene in this book, which is really weird. It's really it's just like yeah. there's just like I look, looked I forget even I think it blocked it out because it was just like Jesus. It's like he actually stabbed her with a knife. He's his dick is that big. I mean, that's, that's true. And pointy. It's never it's not as explicit in uh as in Fifty Shades of Grey about you know the girth of his schlong, but no, it's not. He, it's it's not. He's he's packing. He's packing something. He's got a kielbasa. <laughs> but also, uh, she only says "my sex" once. Still, never says the word vagina. No, but they say cock a lot. Oh yeah. Dick. Well, that's because that's specific. because this is from uh, his perspective this time. So we are treated to his inner thoughts, which are always "fuck a duck" and "my cock tightened." Uh, also, like when he bangs her. And this is a quote. Breaking in a virgin is a big responsibility. Oh, God. I wrote that one down, too. <laughs> like, like, oh, ew, dude. Wait, no, no, no. I, I wrote that down because it was in this paragraph. Tell me what stands out here. This is not what I had in mind when I brought her down here. Her experience, inexperience is, not, is an issue. I like sexually adventurous women who know what they're doing, know what they want, and know their limits. Breaking in a virgin is a big breaking in a virgin is a big responsibility. I towel dry my hair. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of disgusting drying hair in this book. (laughs) Because at this point, he's still like constantly jacking off in the shower because he's like lost his urge to bang other ladies, and he just was like, "I just have to think about my maid and jack off in the shower." And he's ashamed. This is hmm. a guy who's been like banging women and throwing them away for years. He's like, ah, jerking off is beneath. Yeah, he's me. a DJ a model show. lord. And he's like uh, oh. fencing enthusiast. Fencing <laughs> at enthusiast. One point, like, yes. At one point, talked about. He, they mentioned several times. He's like, I had a grueling workout and I still couldn't forget her. And oh, at one point, when he, he talked about his five mile sprint. Oh yeah, I like that. And I was like, I don't think that's. I think E.L. James has never anymore. run. Have you seen her? She's she's never run. She's maybe she's maybe run to the pastry shop. She's <laughs> not. She's this guy did. This guy did like a is a world class runner, also DJ, model, photographer. Yeah, ever. feudal lord. <laughs> How does he have time for all these things? First of all, well, that's like part of the plot a little bit. I think she was trying to introduce some sort of like weird class thing that he's like, man, being a lord sucks. Actually, it's, it's so hard. Ugh. So, so one thing in Fifty Shades of Grey that we complained about is when she's like, how are you so rich? She's like, I do business shit and I run <laughs> communications. And you're like, that's not, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> this book, she, she was like, oh, I heard that criticism. I need to be more detailed. And then it gets into obnoxiously unnecessary details. Like, well, I have to manage the estates that we built in, the, in 1931 he, he has to on sign the southeastern documents. part of the law. But but it goes into well in the winter time we rent out this part and it's always in demand so it's a very profitable section of the fiefdom. <laughs> like, who, shut the fuck up! Like no one cares. It's not important. And he just keeps meeting with Oliver, the like his you know amanuensis who is handling his all of what? his lord shit. It's, yeah, it's a real word, man. It's a great word. His man menses, amanuensis, amanuensis. It's like your okay. assistant. Um, I see we're using science and, words today. Well, she uh, there was a couple point, point where I wrote in the in the book. Uh, my oh, note was she, she masturbates to vocabulary words. Uh, she <laughs> opened up is, a dictionary, I mean a thesaurus, and dumped it all over this book. She used well, so many just the word like, dick. 
She used <laughs> a lot of words that clearly not uh, that she got out of a thesaurus and not really correctly. <laughs> this is this is well, like in the last book. She did that a bunch of times too. I like this part. Clearly, also though, Alessia does this because after he's like, "Oh, you hear D flat as a as a shade of puce or whatever," <laughs> and she goes, and he's like, "That is synesthesia." And she's like, "Synesthesia, it is the word." And he goes, <laughs> "She's like, it says synesthesia." She repeats the name over and over while her hand moves and takes her higher and higher. So she's literally jerking off <laughs> or jilling to to vocabulary words. Yeah, like that's in the book. There's also a part where she gets scared. It's like, no, he will send me away, and I will not be allowed to play the piano anymore. It's like, did like a tiger mom write this? Who? <laughs> who is that? That's your fantasy. Like, I want a child who's so dedicated that that's a punishment to not get to practice piano. Well, is it? Is it something worse though? Is it that she's sad? She won't be able to play the piano anymore. She doesn't care if she's not with him anymore. Well, eventually she wants him. But yes. in the beginning, she just wants that piano. But we uh, in black. <laughs> when, when, before he, before he uh, deflowers her, uh, they spend one night in the same room because she has night terrors from her PTSD from being a sex tra- trafficking victim, which is probably you know reasonable. Uh, and she's scared of Could the, be upsetting. She's scared of the dark. So in I think is probably the creepiest scene I've ever read in my life. They're at a drugstore, <laughs> and he goes up to the front. And he's like, I need to buy a nightlight. He's like, we only have this child's dragon nightlight. He's like, yeah, I'll take that. And also a box of condoms. <laughs> Is there any two items that you could buy together that are worse than those two? But I remember, you know, when I was, I remember working as a, a, at a CVS, you know, groceries, <laughs> um, you know, pharmacy. There'd be every once in a while, like an old lady, like not old, like the oldest, like not like Cloris Leachman old, but like, you know, 50s, who'd come in and buy condoms and then they'd buy some other random shit that they clearly grabbed to try to distract me because I was like a 19 year old kid. And she'd be like, uh, yes, yes, I'll take the, the, those over there and, and, uh, and, and this, uh, and, and five packs of juicy fruit. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, that's I like gum. Do you want a do you want a different bag for these Magnum condoms, ma'am? <laughs> no, I want you on the accident. Magnum XL, good for him, I guess. <laughs> but he he bought these he bought these things, and then he said, just in case, because they hadn't banged at this point, and he's buying this nightlight because she is having night terrors from her PTSD of being trafficked, and he's like, I might still bang her though. That's fucked well, struck- up. <laughs> this is this is where the character grows, you know. In the in beginning the of the book, it, 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 <laughs> at one point it said he lets his. I didn't write this one down, but it's like he had to unzip his pants to give his erection much needed space <laughs> or something like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> but this is how he grows. Like he goes from just being obsessed with lust to being a man about love or something. <laughs> Uh, I, I, yeah. So they're at the cottage for several days, just banging like, <laughs> every oh. every seven seconds. <laughs> oh, I'm here for this. <laughs> so would you say that she makes his rocket pop? This is. <laughs> see, it's got a nice big red tip there. Okay, this is Evil Waters. That's rocket pop. That's yeah. 
This is a uh, imperial pastry seltzer with blue raspberry, cherry, and lemon. That's seven point four percent alcohol. You know, the rocket pop ice cream, ice pop thing that you get from like yeah, the, the fire truck. Thing? Yeah, the fire truck. Exactly. This tastes exactly like that, but in beer form, mm. which is impressive. It's it's really quite delicious. One of the few things Evil Twin has made more than once, and every time it comes out now, I look forward to it. Tastes like summer in February. <laughs> so they bang at the pot, uh, the, the 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 hideout. Mm-hmm. He's hiding he, out in her vag mostly. <laughs> he takes her shopping. You know, everyone's well, dream. They act out that scene from Pretty Woman. <laughs> it's like go buy yourself some clothes. You never saw Pretty Woman, Nate? Holy shit, dude! Nate, that's come from on, like nineteen eighty nine. That movie's old. <laughs> I have not seen it. No. Fucking with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere and a gerbil, probably that's just uncredited because it's in his <laughs> pants. But she's a whore. She's a prostitute. I, in the I movie. know what it's about. Yeah. Okay, and he take at one point he's like he gives her money to like, go buy yourself some non whore clothes, please. We have a thing I have to go to later, and she goes shopping, and then like someone's like, "Oh, you're you know, we don't you know, I'm not going to help you." And then she goes to another place they help her, and she goes back, and she's all like dressed nice, and you're like, "You work on commission, right? Big mistake." huge because she's holding like 11 million dollars in shopping bags and that's what happens here he takes her but instead it's like let's buy four pairs of jeans <laughs> and a dress and a and sensible like, cardigan it's like 1300 pounds she's like oh my god it will take me 10 lifetimes of cleaning <laughs> toilets to pay for this but eventually uh the two the two guy the two human traffickers show up at his at the hideout looking for her but he had, but he wasn't there. He had. He's eating breakfast with his servants. The one he, he had time. He had the, gone like, off one to, hour. Um, he had he had left. To he not. Had gone, that's a theme in this her. book. That happens a couple times. He, he had gone somewhere else to call uh, back home because his house had been burgled, and they're like, "Someone broke into my as house." Bad as being hamburgled. Yeah, and of course he, because he's an idiot, he didn't figure out like. I wonder if those human traffickers broke into my house. It's like some random person broke into my house a day after someone else tried to break in. What are the chances? So he's gone Did somewhere they take else. My DJ equipment. <laughs> it's like holy how will I spin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basic. <laughs> yep. So in the one hour that. Maxim is gone. The human traffickers show up at the hideout and break in and are about to re-kidnap Alessia. But Maxim realizes, oh, wait, I have to get back. You know, this must have been a trick. So he he sees that the human traffickers are there, and then he gets the gun, the, like, double-barreled shotgun that they used to, you know, hunt with in in, in an earlier scene. Which we didn't talk about because it doesn't matter. They're playing the lame game on Duck Hunt. <laughs> the shitty one. Not the... Exactly. Uh, and he bursts in and just says, freeze right where you are with the shotgun and doesn't just shoot them, which I thought he was going to. But he's like a rich British guy, so it must have not... It's not like intimidating, you know? It's probably like, hey, governor, <laughs> hey, yeah, bish bosh, you know, just like... Put this in your crumpet. Like, I'm sure it wasn't really that tense. It wasn't Guffna. like, you know, like a character from like a Guy Ritchie movie. It was like Vinnie Moore. Like, you know, like one of those. Is that guy's Vinnie name? Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. Vinnie yeah. Jones' name. Yeah. Vinnie Moore's a guitar player. Vinnie Jones. 
He's like, ah, man, a bullet tooth Tony. <laughs> this is more he's like, like uh, I do say, sir, if you could please unhand her, that would be most forthright. This is like the <laughs> butler and Richie Rich. As we used to say at Eton, don't do that, please. <laughs> yes, he does mention going to Eton I'm several times. After he, he got never expelled from Eaton Eaton or he, Oh, well, he does that too. He does do that. Yeah. He does. He goes to Chowtown. <laughs> he's also, uh, after he bangs her the first few times, he's like, she's probably sore. Let's take a bath. We're covered in blood. It's like a slaughterhouse. <laughs> he takes her. <laughs> they go in the bathtub. She's like, she's like, my God, this bathtub is sweet. She literally thinks at one point, like, this house is so big, it must take hours to clean. It's like the only thing she has to view the <laughs> she world. She measures all space in cleaning hours. It's everything. Really How many Even though she went to university. She was only a cleaner for three weeks. Yeah. And she went to she, college in Albania to be an English teacher. Well, you know, it's like, you know, if you become, you could be like, you could be a nurse in America and then you go to like the Philippines and you could be a doctor. Like, that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that with Albania. And like, if you're a qualified college be an English teacher, you, be a cleaner. you could be a, a maid, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. She really shits on Albania, the whole book. Like, I don't know anything about Albania. Well, we got a, we got a Wikipedia level, Wikipedia level uh, education on Albania. In this There's book. actually there was like one line where it was like Michael Crichton must have written this paragraph because <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God that's what I thought. Like Michael Crichton wrote that shit. Where uh, was it? The one, was it the one I, about the Kosovo refugees? No, no, it was not that. And where Maxim knew the capital of Albania because he yeah. went oh, to Eton. Yeah, they teach well, you that. <laughs> they had to memorize all the capitals of Europe, and I'm gonna. Tarana, you a new hole, Alessia. No, uh, it's the part where he, she like talks to him. It's just like he takes her to the to the Egypt room for lunch. The, at the Egypt room. What a British fuck. And he says like, my grandfather went with Howard Carter. Maybe I should return these things, these trinkets and baubles from the brown people. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he thinks it. He's <laughs> like, my brother might have had to make a hard decision then, but now I have to, and I don't like it. They're not having it back. <laughs> That's done. I need my triangle dirt. buildings. That's what David Cameron said about something that India wanted repatriated. The Koh-i-Noor diamond. When India <laughs> yeah, said, which is this not giant that fucking back. diamond, which I think is literally in the crown jewels, by the way, that, mm-hmm. you know, they, it's yeah, it one is. of the world's largest diamonds. And India asked for it back. And David Cameron, Prime Minister, British Prime Minister David Cameron said, No. <laughs> On a state visit to India. He was in India when he said it. <laughs> but he literally quoted they're not having that back which is what the, the most british cunty way but this sentence here like it's their fault like they're, they're they're sitting around they should have held on to it tighter but they're <laughs> sitting around in the room and it's like oh the staff has all come out sit and then and this is the quote alessia feels like the noblewoman donica castriotti the wife of skinderbrew albania's 15th century hero oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Someone did some light Googling. <laughs> exactly. Like that's the first paragraph on Wikipedia when you look up Slender Man or whatever the fuck his name was, Skender Brow. <laughs> this is, of okay, course, you after did... she's learned that he is the Earl of Everwood. Gray. Well, uh, she doesn't, he doesn't tell her. I mean, uh, so he doesn't tell her. The old bitch does. When she's rescued, after he's rescued, one of his servants says, oh, and... The Lord Earl 
thinks you're going to be okay now. And she's like, what? And she's all shocked that he's royal, not royalty. Don't that you know, he's, he, is the, he is the Earl of Trevithick. That he's landed gentry. And then she's mad at him. It's, th- it's This is the British version of coming to America. <laughs> I wanted to learn me for who I am, either. not God what I am. Damn it. Eddie you Murphy. Have, you haven't seen, Nate, I have not on. actually really? seen that, no. Holy fuck, There's a second dude. one coming out 25 years later. 30 years? Who dude, even knows? 35 years 35 later. 35 years from, later. Jesus. We weren't born yet. <laughs> Nate was just entering the workforce. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. What did you watch? Just in, just like C-SPAN? Like what, <laughs> what was your... <laughs> New Hampshire just has one channel, just a man cutting down a tree. It's slow TV. He never just cuts like, down the tree. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that Mercer from uh, <laughs> Andrew's Dream of Electric Sheep. It's just a guy trying to cut down a tree, and every once in a while he stops to not pay taxes, and then he cuts down a different tree. Yeah, it's the whole state. Nate, Nate has. To, Nate just got a boner thinking about watching that. Show. My favorite show. How do they know? <laughs> Needs more flannel. Okay, so yeah, she's mad at him. Because she's like, oh, he just said all that shit just to bang me. He yes, yes, he did. Just using me, yeah, <laughs> absolutely did. Yes, you <laughs> fool. <laughs> well, because one of the goons that breaks in, he calls her a concubine. He's a very eloquent goon. <laughs> their, their broken English works only in situational places, unless they were speaking like, Albanian in there and they were just translating it for us. Though she does do a fair amount of. Albanian sentences and doesn't translate them, and we're supposed to guess. No, most of them usually have the next. The next. There's line a lot of. Is what there's it was. a lot of zot or zot. Oh, zot. I looked it up. It just means God. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up because, like, did she just put words like letters? Is this like <laughs> she took out Scrabble tiles? Like, no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a definite. No chance. one Albanian will ever read this. No, but if, if Albania is anything like this book, they just sit around waiting for uh, their goats to die. Yeah, they can't and... read this. <laughs> but the guy's like beating you. He's like, you fucking whore. Do you know how much money I spent on you? I spent tens of euro to drive you in the back of a van. And he's like, but he wanted to use her as a prostitute. So like, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I guess you wanted her to be a whore. She escaped from a insulting? truck full of women. And she's like, I hope they're okay. Spoiler. They're not. Well, Actually, never, you never find, find out. out. Presume, they're, no, they're not good. We only hear about it during her uh, highway rest stop PTSD. She's like, the smell, of, the smell of unleaded always makes me think of this. But yeah, she's, it's, I shouldn't joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's an issue we'll have to discuss at the end, is whether or not E.L. James should be writing about things that are actually serious. <laughs> well, or or she, at all. But or at all, definitely. That's anyway. That so is, uh, that is the more important question. After after that happens, and then she's like, you know, she's rescued, or she's rescued from the two human traffickers, and then you know she's mad at him about him him not telling her that he's royalty. But then she gets over it really pretty quickly, and there's still a ton of book left. I was like, what oh is God, the last? Yeah. It was literally about seventy percent. We're only seventy percent of the way yeah. through the book. There's still thirty percent of the book. Is like, what else is there? Turns out it gets way worse in well, terms of quality. So at this point, if you just think of like the threads that have been set up, there's like the whole thing, him and the sister-in-law, Caro, girl, Caro used to bang. Like, what happens there? What happens with like his becoming a lord? And then also, 
he keeps, you know, he's mourning the loss of his brother who's been dead for about 11 minutes. Who also gets progressively more suicidal as the And then he's like, I think my brother just committed suicide. So you're like, maybe those things are all going to get wrapped up. But no, No. none (laughs) of those do. None. None of that gets fixed at any point. Because she has to leave space. It's like bad foreshadowing is worse than no foreshadowing. Because when no (laughs) foreshadowing, it just kind of seems like it's random. Bad foreshadowing is when you foreshadow something that doesn't happen later. It just doesn't appear. This book is a bunch of like red herrings. This book is just foreskin shadowing. I was going to say that exact same thing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but she, had, she, she couldn't get to all this stuff because she had to write way more sentences about uh, things doing stuff to his dick. Like, or about the screams song. as she climaxes. It's a cock-hardening sound. <laughs> <laughs> and what was it? She gasps, and it's a call to my bursting dick. Oh. <laughs> and she's like... What? There was one more. Oh, her giggle is breathy, and it speaks directly to my groin. <laughs> oh my god! It's like did, so... I understand that, like you know, like oh, dudes think about sex a lot, but this is not how that works. You never heard a cock hardening sound? <laughs> <laughs> not to mention, when she hears the sound, they are currently having sex. It just—I mean, maybe he had just—you know—he had it's given like double up. hard just... now. Well, maybe maybe he lost it. You know, he's just like no. This man, he's just never. He's like, she's a virgin. She won't know. (laughs) I'm just going to mush it in my thumbs. This is normal. I'm just pretending. I'm like I'm like stirring paint in there. You know, I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst thing. The the I think I want to. I was wondering which word got. I had to look it up. Like what word got used the most in this book? And it might be grown. Because they're always, which groans are kind nope, of So negative. did I. <laughs> oh, well, I groaned like, constantly like, oh, God. <laughs> but I, I don't really like groan. I, I think groan is the negative form of moan. I don't know. Well, she's, Maybe I'm she's British, so. If we're talking erotic. There, he, another thing he said that uh, had PTSD flashbacks of the Fifty Shades of Grey books. He groans when she like touches his pecker for a second. He's like, you never cease to surprise me. I've Christian said that like 1,100 times. Yeah. He's like, yes, you know where the Windex is and how to hold the balls. <laughs> what else? What secrets do you hold? <laughs> but actually, she doesn't know how to give a hand job. He has to teach her. He has to give her a hand with hand jobs. Yeah, after they've already banged several times, she's like, you, I have to touch it? And he's like, this is just as good for me. Like, really? You've had a lot of sex. Like, yeah, no, oh, but no, he's, had, he's banged at least 2,020 women. Easily, but these when he bangs her the first time, it's like that's the best I've ever had. Like, is it? Yeah, I mean, I can't maybe I doubt it though. Well, I mean, most people when they lose their virginity, it's a really awkward and terrible thing, but for him, uh, it was in a palace, so you know, or for her, you know, maybe that was for a lot her, better. Yeah. No, but for the he, average, she said, he said this like banging this girl who was frightened of looking at his dick until like several times after they'd done it. Like she just like didn't look at it, but that was the best, the best. And also every time, also like in Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, they both ejaculate all over each other within forty five seconds at the same time. Well, this is this is what. Well, in both books, the dude finds a virgin who does not know any better. Yeah, 
And he's like, this is, this is, this is the best you'll ever get. <laughs> it's so much cock. <laughs> this, any more and you'd, you'd be torn in half. Really? Oh my yes. God, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Now don't touch me. I need a few minutes to recover. Then we'll do it again. This way we can get it done 11 times in an hour. Uh, I also like he's a foot dude <laughs> for no reason. Like what? Randomly. Yeah. After he bangs her a bunch of times, like, let's go to the bath. And they take the bath. And he's like, I have an idea. Let me wash your feet. And she's like, <laughs> Zot, that's weird. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's cool. I'm into this. And then he just washes her feet for no reason. There's that scene. <sighs> and then later on, when he buys her all the clothes, he's like, why don't you get this very sensible pair of ballet flats? And he thinks, I wish they had fuck me pumps here. <laughs> like, he literally thinks that. Like, he just wants, he's, he's, he's. He's a creepy man. It's a, a disturbing uh, thing. But he's into man. feet. He's a feet guy. We shouldn't be surprised by that. I guess I'm not. I mean, he did, he, when his dick, quote, snuggled against her butt, <laughs> he's like, one day, my pet. So he's into... Let's <laughs> 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 finish this fucking So book. tons of stupid things happen. Basically, so, to make fun they, so they go back to London, and then... You, Alessia, who, okay, you find out earlier in the book that, uh, that Alessia is betrothed to a man back in Albania, and that's why she had to escape, because she doesn't like him, but he shows up in London at the flat. His apartment is like, Alessia, we have to go. I'm taking you back with me to Albania, and she's like, no, but then she goes and writes him a note, because Maxim was gone for the, like, second time he's, you know, gone for an hour. He had he had to go see Caro. He, he did. <clears throat> he had to go see Caro, which is really just a reason to have for plot reasons to have him out of the apartment so something could happen to Alessia. Anyway, so she takes him in. He's like terrible and horrible. He's like, I own you. Your father promised me. I paid him many goats. <laughs> Two goats. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so there's like all this stuff she has to... He like beats her, and then he's going to rape her, but she convinces him not to, and then oh, takes the bullets how, out Do you remember how gun. she convinced him not to? Yeah, it's an important how, Nate. <laughs> she says, I can't. I am bleeding. He's like, oh, oh gross. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> But in my head, because at this point, like her like fake Albanian accent that E.L. James wrote in there, so like, I am doing the bleeding is what I heard, because <laughs> <laughs> that's basically how they he make uh, E.L. James makes her talk like an immigrant kind of you know English not your first language person often, and then she just stops in the middle of the book, even though it's only been seventy two hours. Like she like yeah. ma- she was like ninety nine percent mastery of English. She just needed a few pointers on articles, and, and she calls it a like, clever phone. So funny. I love that. That <laughs> <laughs> was really funny. That just went by. No one talked. No, no one mentioned, like, it's not called that. We did not have the clever phone. But she does have HBO have... and Netflix. And she is also and... amazed at the magic of his sorceress credit card. What? You just make money? How happen? Like, you've Because in my childhood, TV. the communists, they take everything. <laughs> We have no cars. They didn't have cars and until women the 90s. stay inside wearing babushka or the fucking bullshit. She says that's Russian, but whatever. 
Though she, when she cleans the house, she wears like she dresses up like an old crone from Siberia. Yeah, she like wears like a headscarf and like a, like a potato sack and, and no shoes like, at all. Yeah, Tony's totally. a foot guy, and he's like, oh, I see her wet footprints around the house. Let me. Those are nice. Let me get those ten little piggies. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. We <laughs> It's 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 not it's it's between the lines but it's <laughs> So there's like go, the book goes on and on and on about the like how she's you know trapped in the car with this stupid guy on the he way back to Albania cuz they drive <laughs> Yeah he crosses multiple border checkpoints and they never and open ha- his trunk. Yeah, they have to stuff her in the trunk <laughs> as if nobody in Border Patrol Customs, whatever you want to call it, has thought of that. There's a back to the where, car. Where are you going? <laughs> Albania? Oh, who gives a fuck? Goodbye. Yeah, get out. <laughs> get out of our country. We don't care what you have in Just your pump trunk. the brakes. Don't even stop. <laughs> but, but also, at earlier on, he's like, this man, he has given my father money. It's like, oh, he's like this gangster, and he has, you know, he has this illicit business. But it's in Albania, so he can't fly. He has to take a road trip <laughs> to go abduct her. Yeah, because they, like <laughs> they haven't invented airplanes. They haven't invented airplanes in Albania yet. They just so we'll stop at the Roy Rogers. <laughs> they haven't found someone strong enough to throw the plane so it takes off. They haven't bred goats that can fly yet. <laughs> <laughs> we need more goats to run fast. So Every he time takes this plane takes off. It ram into a mountain, huh? Uh, See, but <laughs> he takes a two day. Uh, trip in his uh, 1972 Ford Pinto. <laughs> and in the meantime, fucking Maxim gets on a plane. He literally drives it from Albania because that's when, <laughs> when Christian Gray slash Maxim realizes, he goes like, wait a second, it has Albanian license plates. <laughs> and like, that should be kind of easy to find in London, you would think. Yeah. It's not even, Albania's not part of the EU. It's just a, it's <laughs> it's just a, like it's the, a post-it note on the front of the car. <laughs> It's a goat in the trunk just hanging out there <laughs> to eat the parking tickets. Okay. So but what he, happens in the meantime, story? takes a plane there and he gets there like a day and a half early. He's like, <laughs> I guess I'll go to the museum. They <laughs> see the sights. <laughs> and stop for a drink like four times with his friend who's not a very good security guy. It's like, all right, they're at her house. Like, let's go there. Like, wait, should we have a drink first? It's like, oh. Okay, like your the the supposed love of your life was kidnapped by a gangster and brought back across country lines, and you're like, uh, I, I could I could have a drink. Let's just go down to the hotel bar and just like yeah, hang yeah, out yeah. for a while. Just, to just one. <laughs> well, I highlight this part because it really highlight. I, maybe this book was meant to be, or one element was meant to be some sort of class commentary, though it wasn't. But maybe it was. <laughs> And there's this part where she's with Anatoly, the vaguely Eastern European sounding man that has abducted her. He's, I can hear and his tracksuit. Oh, it's swishing across <laughs> Europe. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, until you learn to behave and be civil, you can stay in there, he shouts. Alessia crush, clutches her throbbing head as anger burns in her throat and beyond her eyes. This is her life now. The next line. Is switches to the perspective of rich guy, oh, and he goes, God. "I take a sip of Negroni, 
Tom and I are at a bar next door to the hotel. It's contemporary, sleek, and comfortable, and the staff are friendly and attentive, but not overly so. What's more, they serve a bloody good Negroni. (laughs) I was looking up other... Wow, if anything highlights the distinctions between (laughs) these characters' experiences. I was looking up other reviews on this so I could have some more highbrow criticisms of it rather than this book makes me feel fucking stupid. Uh, (laughs) So they said, at some point, he orders a double Negroni, which is not a thing. Oh, yeah. Well, he's like, let's have another round. Have a, it's it, like it, saying, it got, I'll have a double old-fashioned. Like, that, what? No. I, they just mean a large? Is that what that is? <laughs> like what a is big it? gulp. I don't even know what a Negroni is. <laughs> is it like gin or something? What's in a Negroni? It's some Italian fucking cocktail. I have no idea. Oh, it's, uh, it sounds, dis- it's, I'm sure it's awful. That's the scene where he's with Tom. And they're going to go see the sights. But Tom is the friend who, you know, he's like also the son of a lord, but he's the third son. So he was, you know... Oh, Never he, he joined the military. In the running. Yeah. So he served in like Afghanistan, and now he has a limp, and he's sensitive, and he's like, ah. like at one point, they have like a clearly gay man sleepover where they all sleep in one bed, and they're 28-year-old men, and they're all in their boxers just like eat, drinking coffee in the next morning, like with the, the rainbow coalition of friends that Maxim <laughs> has. Like he has his... Like Sudanese friend with the dreadlocks, and then this ginger guy with the limp. The guy, the guy was there in the one Sudanese. Scene, I don't remember. He was from. He was African. I found out. I said oh, Sudan. I, I'm not sure if it was. Sudan. I glossed over that entirely. Somalia. It I don't matter. Know, somewhere in Africa, not, they never show up again except for a security well, job. But they're all hanging out there, and then and then Alessia comes in to clean. She's like, "I do the cleaning," and then um, she sees the guy who is like his entire leg is grizzle meat, and. <laughs> And she glances at it. He goes like, war wounds. Because he's so <laughs> sensitive about his boo-boos. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I wish I could disappear. Uh. And then later on, they have this exchange in this restaurant, restaurant or wherever the fuck they are, this goat watering hole <laughs> in Albania <laughs> with, with Tom and, and, the, and the mister, Maxim. We didn't even talk about the title. We got to get to that. And he goes, and he's like, dude, like, can I say the obvious thing? Like, you're clearly in mourning over your brother who's been dead for three weeks, and you're just, you know, looking for something else. Like, you don't fucking know me. What about you and your girlfriend who has never been once mentioned in the book? And she was mentioned not literally pro- once. And you have <laughs> not proposed to her. What's your deal? And this is the guy who's so sensitive about things, and he goes, you're right. I should propose. Let's have another Negroni. <laughs> <laughs> make it a double like the characters are they mean nothing they have no they, oh it's disgusting it's like looking at that guy's leg apparently ah <laughs> 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 uh, <sighs> so many more comments but i don't want to i forget what we're, we're almost at the end oh, we're almost at the end thank god it's, it's a, the the overly slow burn. so right at the end what's his name max Maxim gets to Alessia's parents' house at the same time. Actually, just technically, just before Alessia gets there with the, the with Anatoly, the evil dude, and they come in, more like anus and then they <laughs> more like assholey. That's correct. Um, yeah, much better name. Uh, and then as the, and Max like punches him, and it's like, oh fuck you. You motherfucker, and then, uh, and there's like, and then you, you find out it's like, oh, but she's promised to me, and then Alessia lies and says, 
I'm pregnant and it's his. And then the guy goes, oh, what? Okay, you owe me money. What about that Several money goats. I loaned you? <laughs> so it costs you tens of pounds. <laughs> it's like the scene in a Euro trip when they're in oh, Slovakia. <laughs> they're Bratislava. They're like, how much money do we have, guys? We only have a we only have like a euro and five cents. And then the next scene, they're in getting fitted for new suits because <laughs> they're in Bratislava. Well, they're in the fanciest hotel in the world. And they flip a nickel to a guy, and he goes, like uh, the guy who's fit, like, the tailor, and he walks over to the concierge and slaps him and goes, I'm starting my own hotel. <laughs> For the record, I have seen Eurotrip. <laughs> Jesus Thank Christ. God. Finally, something. Why have you seen Eurotrip and not these other movies? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was, it was really funny. It's not yeah, good, but it's really funny. It's worth watching once. We have some people who listen to us from Europe. Maybe they have different opinions on I've watched it with my French roommate, and he he loved it. I don't think they made fun of the French too much. They had a lot about... They had the whole, like, like, the mime. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not not, not too much made fun of the French. But he recognized some of the songs. Guy doing a robot, right? (laughs) Some, like, shitty Euro, Euro trance music from 2002 or whatever it was. But yeah, she says, I'm pregnant, and then uh, he's like, the the evil dad is like, oh, well, you must marry my daughter and give me many goat. <laughs> In one week time. <laughs> How will I ever find all these goats? And, Gestation period. And then they're like, okay, we're going to get married. And, and he has a ring. That's it. Already prepared. Well, he brought the ring with, with him. He brought the like, ring, yeah. It's like, well, you're going to have to marry my daughter now. And it's like, okay. My what? family stole this from Egypt. <laughs> no, he has a ring. He goes to. He's like, I went, my one of the nice things about being a lord. It's like, oh, there's only one. Okay, one of the nice <laughs> things is that we have all this jewelry from centuries collected, and I find this 1930s, you know, platinum diamond ring this, that I could just this take. Diamond was pressed from my brother's ashes. I'm not. This is not related to his death. I swear. You, know, you can do that. <laughs> you can get people's oh, ashes yeah, yeah. made into a diamond. It's fucking weird. It's kind of better than being just thrown in the ground. Yeah, hey, but it's still you know, like, weird. You see that thing we drive by every once in a while? Uncle Kit is buried in there. Oh, that's nice. That's why we should all just be tossed into the sun. It just makes the most sense. It does. That's, that's the message of the book. The message of the book is... <laughs> the book should be tossed It's good to be rich. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, book this actually, absolutely should be tossed into the sun. Because that's the end. And I'm sure there's going to be two more. Because... This book got panned. It's just, it's just printing. Yeah. Oh, but regular people loved it because I read a lot of regular people reviews because I was trying to understand why anyone would like this book. And I think it's because they're dumb because I can't there think of another reason. Did anyone say why they liked it? They're like, oh, it's just, you know, it's a good, you know, romance, but it's, you know, oh, they're, well, someone wants to say, oh, you know, it's real opposites attract. It's like, that's, that's not what that means. That, <laughs> no, what it means. He's that rich means and she's Paul poor. Abdul and a cat dancing <laughs> <Yeah>. around. <laughs> or a wolf. Or, or like, you know, like someone's talkative and someone's quiet. And I'm like, he's a rich lord and she's a sex trafficking slave. That's not opposites. That's deeply problematic. And way too much of a weird subject 
for someone as shitty as E.L. James to cover. The whole thing like, is like weirdly, I wasn't sure, like sure, but it's about like power and, authority, you know, it's the but it actually wasn't. It didn't shades. matter at all. No, it did, but it's the same as Fifty Shades, you know. It was an incredible, rich, handsome, fake job having, perfect man, you know, fuck God, find some perfect virgin who's just like, I'm going to give Cock up my the entire of a smaller life. God. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at this lady. I've never seen With anyone a like her. virginal woman who is unbelievably beautiful and no one has seen it yet. Yeah. It's and and then he's like, I'm gonna change my whole life and get married to her within one book. <laughs> and it's like, why? It's really, about like six days. Yeah, it's really stupid. Six days, 143 lays, though. <laughs> yeah, his, his dick is just hamburger own... meat. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> There's no skin left on either of them. Well, her her box looks like porridge when he's done with it. It's just uh, well decimated. Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> and he's just filling up condoms like they're water balloons. <laughs> it's, just, it's disgusting. They just he has like a bandolier of condoms <laughs> that he just could put another one on <laughs> at any moment, and they just bang relentlessly. Like there's a whole bunch of scenes where he's like, "I banged her, and it's great." And it's like music to my cock or whatever he says. It is. It said at one says music to my dick. That's a yeah, real line. It's quote of the book. No, but then she's she's like he's like she must be sore. I have been pounding that for seconds, and seconds. <laughs> and she's like, I would like to do the sex again, as you say. And he's like, We just say let's fuck in English. And she's like, Okay, let us fuck. That is a bad word. And then they do it again. And then it's like, I oh. like to make fuck. And then it like switches to her perspective. And she's like, he is coming and fucking me. It is great. Ah, this is the best life. And it's like, cuts back to him. He's like, her hair smells like the shampoo that I also use. What a surprise. And then <laughs> they do it again. Like, it's just like, it's like, they yeah. cannot stop banging. There's in, in this, they're in this like weird feedback loop of sex. <laughs> Where everything they have sex and whatever the other one does, like one's like, oh, now I have to have sex again, and they just trapped there for chapters, and and then it goes away. This is something else we didn't mention, uh, but is mind-boggling. This book is takes place it just from the perspective of him and her. His are in first person, and hers are in third person. It's always first person for him and third for her. Sometimes the in the middle of a chapter and back and forth a few times. It's back, it's yeah, many, stupid, many times. But it's so weird. I think, you know, it's to give the, the, the well-rounded thing, because her whole shtick, she did the first three stupid books of Fifty Shades of Grey, then she did it from Christian's Grey perspective. And she's Christian like, Grey's fuck it, I'll just smush them together. Let's just do, sm- but maybe the next book will just have all of the scenes swapped. <laughs> like every time. He I hope was they're talking. all in like broken okay. English. <laughs> I am oh Zot how do you say a we need more Windex um, <laughs> he strokes his cock in the shower for the fourth time that day and cries a little bit it's a sad life for a lord waffle stomps it down that's a lot of jizz you no, waffle he, stomp it. no no he poops in the shower because he's a cleaning lady <laughs> yeah he's an asshole like he he come, every time she cleans his house, he's like goes into his room and there's like 
it's like a dorm from Animal House. It's just like come every, everywhere. Every piece, it's just come and close. It's like someone scatter. made porridge without putting the top on the blender. <laughs> How do you make porridge? The way British people do. With their dick. They make they make Eastern Europeans make it. But <laughs> so yeah, he's just a slob. And then he's like, oh, I should probably clean up more. Nah. <laughs> he just doesn't. He never gets around that. Well, I mean, like, nah, I really he's never had actually. to do anything in his life. And his big lament of this book is my brother died, and now I'm the Earl of Treasure Wickingham and and now I have to like sign forms that other people bring me and that my accountants say I have to fill out stuff and it's just too much responsibility and work. And it's like, is it? Is it though? It's really not much work. No, because he has a guy who does everything and he goes like, sir, do you approve? And he's like, yeah, whatever, I don't give a shit. And then he just goes away. Good. And you go to, go to my, my solicitor, my barrister, Mr. Raja, which is another <laughs> character you meet for no reason at all. He's like, listen, there were a lot of white people in the last book. Let me put a little diversity. His brown lawyer, huh? Oh, how diverse. Oh, no, they had, um, what was the Dios Mio guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> Miguel, the hombre. <laughs> the hombre. <laughs> it's just like, oh, see. Do you like my photographs? Did you get that book from the the biblioteca? (laughs) This guy is like, we have to sign all these contracts, and would you like some chicken tikka masala? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, okay, yeah, let's. uh, We get it. You You love this girl. Is it an arranged marriage? And then (laughs) this walks away. (laughs) She does mention Bangra music or one song. That's because he likes to bang. Yeah, that's. The songs are ridiculous. My favorite is at one point, I'll have to find the exact quote because it's just, you're just like, who are you trying to impress? It's a lot of Bach. And he mentions Dua Lipa at one point. He's like, Dua Lipa. I believe that artist is Albanian. That was the one thing I learned (laughs) from this book. That's her real name. Her name is actually Dua Lipa? Yeah, she's fucking Albanian. That's her real name. I knew she was Albanian. I had no idea. I thought it was like a... Stage name. I don't know where she fuck she was from, but she's Albanian. That's her actual name. It's not like some weird play on like two lips and you know a mouth is a singing thing, which I always thought it was. <laughs> but it's like, oh, okay, that's just her name. That's weird. All right, but it still doesn't make this book worth it. We are an educational podcast. Yeah, but, it helps to learn. Uh, so all the songs, mostly classical music, then like weird hipster music and a random Dua Lipa song. But then at another point. This is, you know, when they're like banging about in the middle of the book. They're doing just banging all the time. Just that's all they're doing. And then he says, the sun is shining. The air is crisp and cold. No diggity blares over the sound system as I drive <laughs> over <laughs> 39 towards past. <laughs> you drove into 1993. <laughs> it's... Like blessed by note. This song just hit England. <laughs> just listen to no diggity. I don't remember that at all. It's like, Fuck. It's, just like, it's so random. Like what I feel like when she's writing, she must just have her like her like Spotify on a shuffle 
And she's like, oh, this song's on. Let me work this into this scene. <laughs> she's like, i put some No Diggity in here. I feel like she's or, probably never heard No Diggity. Oh, she totally has. She thought it was cool when she was in college. And, uh, and everyone was like, no, EL, don't listen to that. It's not for you. <laughs> but also, then randomly, she's like, Alessia sits down and she begins to play Bach Prelude number 23 in B-flat minor. Like, is this a program like for a concert? <laughs> Why did you put that much detail? It's like, just say she begins to play the piano or she begins to play a Bach piece or a Bach prelude. Do we need to know the number and the key yes. of it always? Yes. Is it is that necessary? Yes, because E.L. James is all about name dropping. Like, you can't oh, just drink wine. You have to drink a Chablis de Simone de Beauvoir or, you know, fucking... <laughs> Eric Ovair, and you can't listen to speakers, you listen to your Sonos, and like you can't pick up your phone, it's got to be, I have my iPhone and my MacBook or some shit. And he like, bought everything. me an Audi. Yeah. Or in this, it's a Jag, or a, well, the other one was a Jeep, which is not yeah, a fancy thing. like a Range Rover? Range Rover. Uh, Rangers like are very... Well, that Range Rover is expensive, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a bougie Jeep, but... You, she has yep. to constantly... She name drops like the kind of soap they use. It's like Joe Malone, which is apparently a fancy soap. I don't know, but it's like, oh, I want rich people to know that they use fancy soap. It's like, all right, all right shit. Well, one thing I'm glad she continued in this book, it does include at least one reference to firing up a Mac. Oh, she fired up her Sonos. No, but there's a line, firing up the iMac. Oh, she also IMAC? fires like up the Sonos. Computers? IMAX still? Yeah, he fired. IMAX are What's an IMAX? Actually, I IMAX looked it up because I was like, they brought it back. It's and I called IMAX. Oh, again. okay. I looked it up too. Okay. It was like, wait, is she talking about those fucking things, those things from, from like, like the, 2002? Like the weird colored computers? Like, this guy is really rich, but apparently they call them IMAX again. Oh, okay, fine. But he goes, firing up the IMAX, I log in and open FaceTime. Yeah. And I click on Oliver's contact link. Why did you need to name, just name two different products <laughs> in that one sentence? Because that's what she does. Another thing that uh, a continuity thing, I think a better editor would have caught, give myself more credit than I deserve probably. She's always wearing these pink panties. She never washes them. Those things must have been like <laughs> stiff as a board. Yeah. You she know, only like they bought, could have walked. She only bought outside clothes when they went shopping. But she... But she puts on it's whenever if it, it's ever mentioned panties, it's the pink panties. They can't have been pink anymore. They must have been just like covered in cottage cheese and just <laughs> Fermunda, you know. No, you don't think so? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> a little, little cream cheesy. They I mean, come on, like I'm a gross man. I would not wear underwear for two days in a row. She's wearing these through like five days on the run. And then he's like, take off your panties. I meant to, oh, you smell ripe. But I thought that was another gross thing. Because it's like she couldn't think of like, E.L. James, she in this end, couldn't think of having, a, you know, just different pair of panties. They don't have a washing <laughs> machine at the place? They never mention her washing them. They never say, and then she threw in a quick load of panties. Like, no, well, she's she already just, threw in a quick load in them. Oh, he threw a lot of quick loads. <laughs> <laughs> so overall compared to 50 shades of gray what do you guys think of this i thought it was worse in terms of like as a book it's not it's it's less stupid it's more of a conventional book not only because she leaves out the 
bondage, but also because, and I only recently found this out that 50 shades, well, it was written as fan fiction, which I did know, but the way it's written on a fan fiction website is you publish a chapter every day or two. So when she wrote 50 shades as a uh, twilight fan fiction, she was just pumping out chapters every couple of days. And so was That's, just like, what should I do in this chapter? Document? I don't know what stupid thing. And this actually has a bit more of a cohesive plot, even though an editor would have caught all the stupid things that just aren't tied up or, you know, all the little the plot things that were thrown in the beginning that didn't need to be there. But Did still... Did it get published as is? It was literally taken down from the fan fiction page. They changed the names from Bella and Edward to... Anna and oh Jesus, really? What's like his that? name? It was that's pretty much what it was. Oh, that's pretty Jesus. much what it was. I didn't even know it changed that. Vampire to billionaire. <laughs> yeah, this I think also started, but this started as like my dirty Latin maid.com fan fiction. Like, because that's the whole point. It's like, oh, I have a hot maid and I want to fuck her. Latinian Albanian, that's practically the same thing. White adjacent people. <laughs> As far as a British lord is going to be concerned. You would think E.L. James, after making, you know, millions of dollars from Fifty Shades, could have hired a researcher or just done a little bit more research past Wikipedia. Why have a researcher when you could ask Jeeves? (laughs) Got to be true to yourself. That is true. Like Fifty Shades, the characters are entirely one-dimensional. Oh, yeah. I I don't know if I can really explain it, but just like the characters are just stupid. It's not that they're stupid. They just like, you just don't care about them and they have no depth. They only have one thing they can think about at a time. <laughs> it's usually, right? they, it's, so usually the, really, it's usually it's, the one thing. It's usually sex <laughs> and, you know, but, but it's just like, oh, I love Alessia. She's amazing. And then like she goes and she eats a pancake and she's like, oh my God, she's so talented. At she cleans a couch and just, sexily. And he's just, obs- he's just obsessed with her. And then her thoughts is like, the mister, he is so amazing and so handsome, and his back muscles ripple when he walks. Like, that's all they could think about. They have nothing else they could do. Like, all any other, like, vague character development that she tried to do, like, oh, he's a DJ or something, that just vanishes. That means nothing. They are just plot vehicles. That, that That's what the characters Except are. Except the plot wasn't actually very good. I mean, it was stupid oh, in yeah. a lot of ways. And also, there was kind of, like, less conflict. Okay, talking about, like, the, the conflict between, uh, you know, in Fifty Shades, where what's-his-name, Christian, was just, like, you know, a giant controlling asshole, and, and uh, Maxim isn't. Well, suddenly, there's no conflict there. Suddenly, it's, there's very little that they're disagree about i don't know it was just it was just boring it just meant it was boring it, for the it first half of the boring. conflict well for the first third the conflict is will they or won't they but we know they will then the next third it's like oh how can i tell her i'm really really rich and then there's like a brief so like two second princess diaries kind of montage where he's like always start with the outer fork and work your way in like he teaches her how to be like how an be aristocrat earl earl s it had to be the the Duke of Earl, yeah, and then and then the last third is like actual conflict where those bumbling goons, who by the way, they have no connection 
with the controlling husband or the betrothed yes, know, fiance. All guy. Albanian men are either sex traffickers or just assholes. Just horrific misogynists. Yeah, her dad sold her to a gangster for a loan. Not even real money. A loan. He had to give it back. She was collateral. <laughs> How's that, that work he when he pays keep. it back? Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not even how loans work. It is in Albania. He pawned her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's basically what it is. <laughs> but, but like... She she's like she gets you know she somehow it's never really clear like her mom is like go escape because your father he is of the old times and we are progressive women who are secretly Catholic and we read Harry Potter those are actual details from the book <laughs> and then the mother helps her escape and you know is pen pals with you know the Polish woman that she rooms with and then so somehow though she gets hooked up with these like human trafficker guys. They have nothing to do with the husband, but like somehow the husband finds out exactly where she is, that she steps out of Maxim's apartment for all of five seconds to go to the grocery store to pick up turnips or he something. Absolutely. That's the only he thing you know how to cook. used gypsy magic. And he goes, I've spent a lot of money. You don't know how many goats it has cost to track you down. I'm not kidding. <laughs> but, as, but those other sex driver guys... They just vanished from the plot. They got arrested, and that's the end of it. It's like E.L. James has no like, sense of a complex plot. He's like, well, it was well like if in, they get arrested by the police, justice will prevail, and that's it. Like, it was like in Fifty Shades of Grey where the bad guy was like the ultimate bad guy for like half of a book, and then he was just like not part of it again. And it was like they he, set him up for two books, and it's like he tried to kidnap her, but he, whoops, and also he remembers stuff real good, and that's the end of him. He remembers dumb stuff real good. Yeah. I can remember you gave a really shitty tip at this business there. So there's so many things wrong with the book. But it did give us this one line that is possibly incredible. Fisting my hands, I thrust them in my pockets. (laughs) (laughs) How many dimensions do his hands exist? Why would you say it that way? That's so weird. I don't think that's what the verb fisting means. (laughs) That's never what the (laughs) verb fisting means. Oh, no one has ever used it that way. I was just fisting my hands, like, please don't tell me that. <laughs> that must have been painful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's fisting usually it's just is. The, it's how British people do it. <laughs> Not if you do it right, Nate. Also, speaking of British people, several times in Maxim's absurdly dull, absur- absurd absurdly dull inner monologue he keeps saying dude to himself talking to himself have yeah like dude get it together like british people have never said the word dude it'd be like americans being like hey bloke stiff upper lip what do you think chap (laughs) yeah like what the fuck i looked it up like do british people say dude it's like no a british person would never say that that's like the ultimate american word this was her attempt to localize it. But she's fucking British. Maybe it was mate, and then that for the American release, oh, this is, we got it. We got it. We, it's like we the philosopher's stone, Sarah Stone. They changed two words in this. They said bloke. They, yeah, exactly. We're not going to know what a bloke is. They just changed a dude. <laughs> Leave and the they're not going to know what a jumper though. is. <laughs> Better call it a sweater. Though another weird connection. Am I? Or am I imagining this? Or in the first. Harry Potter book, 
you find out that the place that Voldemort's been hiding all these years... It is Albania. It's yeah. Albania, yeah. Because apparently this is what Europeans, or maybe Brits, think about Albania. It's their New Jersey. It's, it's where you'd hide a Jimmy Hoffa if you Though, had to. You just, I looked this up. Cookies? I don't, I don't know how to say it. Cookies. 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 The city she's from in Albania. <laughs> so sweet. Cookies is the sister city of Lindhurst, New Jersey. <laughs> That's on the Wikipedia like, of the Cookies. There's not a lot on there. <laughs> They're the sister city of Lindhurst, New Jersey. Oh, my God. I was like, oh. I believe it. I why don't not? know why, but <laughs> sure. Why not? They're known for being a place where they, they were nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for taking in Kosovo res- refugees and for being a sister city of Lindhurst, New Jersey. Oh, it's another f- historical thing that didn't make any sense. At one point when she's traveling back with uh, a- Anus Hole and he's like, every place they go, he speaks the language. He's like, how can this be? Yeah. You live in fucking Europe and you speak Albanian. You can't get by if you only speak Albanian and if you want a real future. And... It, they go to Montenegro, which is the next door, and she's like, "It's he four miles away." Monte- <laughs> he speaks fluent Montenegrin, and you're like, "Well, we don't call them Montenegros." <laughs> but anyway, so she speaks fluent Montenegrin, and she's like, "How does he know?" It's like it's the same fucking language. Like it's not is that it? different. I don't know. They're in the about same. Them. They're in the same dumb family of languages that no one speaks. The kind of place where you go there and then they're like, you know, like, do you speak Montenegro? Like, I prefer English. And you're like, thank God. Like, they don't, they don't, what? It made no sense. Like, they go through Croatia and she's like, he speaks fluent Croatian. And then they speak Montenegro. It's like, Monte, he speaks Montenegrin as well? Like, weren't those all part of like fucking Yugoslavia? Yes. I believe uh, so. Probably. They absolutely were. They're totally like, they were all the same country right. until the early 90s or from, you know, the 40s to the early 90s. No, Yugoslavia was created in 1918. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was a, a, a thanks thanks a lot uh Treaty of Versailles. Uh that's uh <laughs> that's where that's from. And then they had a fucking horrific bunch of civil wars in the 90s Just into the constant. early 2000s. And now it's like 900 countries give or take. Um, Kosovo. One of them has two names. Like Bosnia and Herzegovina is one country. That's just to confuse you. They just can't quit each other. So it's like, wait, she's 23. It's 19, uh, 2019. So she was born in Yugoslavia and she has no idea that those countries were part. Like, she's like, how could I know this? What language? that other language is? How could someone it's speak it, that? This is ridiculous. I think that's just that's just like it's shitty research. It's almost like, like find some back, ass backwards country. <laughs> you, I'm starting to get that vibe after four books. <laughs> I can't believe except I read for the fact four books by her that she's unbelievably rich because of this garbage. Yeah, I don't even want to know how much she's worth, but it has to be every every like has professional to be plus review, million dollars. Every pro, every professional review of this was this book is trash and it's deeply problematic with its view of. You know, just humanity, and there was a lot of just everyday folks like this is a great romance. You know, the characters are so raw. Like, no, they're stupid. They're just they're just and bad. raw. Is the one thing that never happens in the book because he has so many condoms. He has so many condoms, and he always has them in his pocket. Like it's just some sort of fucking dimensional hole where he just keeps condoms that he can reach into it at will. 
And you just sling them on real fast. So actually, I still think a bandolier would be funnier, especially if he never <laughs> took it off. <laughs> I think he has like two. He's like Pancho Villa he's or a, whatever. He's, a, he's, he's just, a never nude, but it's just the bandoliers. <laughs> it's possible. A mandolier. Oh, oh trademark. God. It goes, That's it a goes, bandolier. It goes com- down underneath. Yes. All right. Be uncomfortable. Like Borat's bathing suit. Yeah. Like a mankini. Yeah, the, the sling, man, yeah, the, the slingshot looking thing. Okay. Well, trademark, you can't, available soon. <laughs> Mandoliers. <laughs> the cup is a cup holder. Those are anyway. for our highest tier patrons. <laughs> <laughs> it's people who are really high. So I think so we, would be, we would be remiss if we did not discuss the, the rest of the world that's not us. Most serious criticism of this book is this is a romance between a rich man and his sex trafficking slave maid. How was that supposed to go over well? Uh, I think it's the ultimate uh, Horatio Alger story. You know, it's it's uh, from on the rag, rag to, ri- to riches. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. All right. That's it. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I think I think that's what it's you know clearly her fantasy Yale James's fantasy is a rich good-looking man perfect who has interests perfect man. who has interesting hobbies like music she likes music right she can and name several songs is the size of a surfboard <laughs> and like, that's all that matters yeah clearly she got like this she must have gotten for like you know Christmas in 1987 one you know, best of classical music CD or cassette tape. And she's like, this is, these are the best songs ever. And I have to put them in all of my works. <laughs> she always just puts the most obvious classical pieces. And then a random song from the last 18 months. It's name dropping. It is. It, it gets tiring. I'm telling you, at the end of my copy of the ebook, it's like Alessia's songs is a chapter. And it's just each chapter, what piece of music she played on the piano. It's, it's stupid. It's stupid and it's bad, <laughs> and it's it, it's when you think about it. If you told someone, "Hey, I'm going to write a book where there's a there's a girl and she gets kidnapped and sex trafficked to another country, and then the guy she's working for falls in love with her," I'd be like, "If you had any real friends, they'd say, don't write that book. There's no way this will be okay.'" She's like, okay, ah, I like no, money. He's it, it, it's a knight in shining armor kind of story. How oh, about that? It, you know, give yeah, it the benefit it's of the doubt. just so weird. And every okay. time he leaves, she gets kidnapped. Can't That's he can't he's... leave her? For, can't leave her alone <laughs> for one minute. Uh, no. What I was going to ask is, but is it stupider than Fifty Shades? No, it's not stupider. This actually has more like momentum in the plot. Like, there's more stuff happening. Fifty Shades of Grey was just like you're really hot and you're and I'm really rich. That's a plot. Well, I mean, that's all these two this, say to each other, also. Except there's also a sex trafficking like, thing. There's the sex trafficking thing. It's like I think you know we we said this comment when we did the third book that it was the best written of the book, so it wasn't even fun anymore because it was the first yeah. book and the second where they're so shitty they were funny, 
And then the third book is like, actually, it's, it's, it's not that bad anymore. It's just bad. I this is that, better. Yeah, I had but the thought about still this one bad. too. It's, this like, one there, it's like, like there's an oh. uncanny valley of writing where if it's, <laughs> it's so <laughs> bad, it's good. And she starts bottomed out, out. starts out really high on the chart, really high. It's so bad, it's good. And then you the, the writing quality gets better, but the book gets, just gets worse. It gets way, 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 way worse. Yeah. And then eventually it starts to move back the other direction. It, this one won't though. No, it didn't. Or E.L. No, e. James like, will not. At this rate, in about 846 books, she'll be decent. You know, it's, she'll she'll just keep this getting out of that trough. This book was just, it was stupid. Stupid as all hell. But it was mostly, mostly it was just boring. It was really long. And let, let's look at the pacing of this. The first third pages. is, will they, won't they? The middle third is... Fuck village England. Stop boning. They actually didn't have sex until almost exactly fifty percent. Yeah, the way through. It's extreme. And then in the same and amount it's a of time, romance novel. Yeah, and what will they make There's up? A lot they of make masturbating. Up for lost time. They do jack off a lot each. But then the the length of time that they are at the hideout. There's that much left of the book after that, and half of that is traveling to a foreign country to deal with a kidnapping. They're traveling each separately and dealing with a kidnapping and confronting the parents in half the time that they spend two days at Fuck City. <laughs> and it's, That should have been the, the title of the book. Yeah. <laughs> two days at Fuck City. Yeah. And a bunch like, of other stuff. Like kiss. <laughs> it's just, it was so weirdly paced. Like, there was a lot of banging. Like, oh, I forgot to include all the sex scenes in the front third. Because he bangs all those chicks, but it kind of cuts away right as about as they're about to enter, literally. And it's like, oh, and then I woke up and she was gone. Though there was one line where it's like, she kissed me. All tongue. It's like, all tongue? What does all tongue mean? <laughs> no, that's, that's too much. <laughs> it's, just, it's just tongue? British people are weird. <laughs> Well, at one point he does tell her like she needs to brush her teeth more or something like that. He like it's like, dude, you are not the one to be giving dental advice. Like, if <laughs> well, there's he's, one stereotype about your people, oh, he's an earl. He, he can't even like close his jaw. Probably, you know, it's like oh, <laughs> he's just oh, he's, he's not like interested a in Prince that. Charles looking guy. He's interested in other people closing their jaw around his ever thick. <laughs> That's all that matters to him. That's the one. I mean, he 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 mentions obliquely. Uh, some butt play. Never, no, One no blowies, day. no blowies. He's not going to waste his know? time. Also, they all have terrible teeth. It's dangerous. This guy has had so much pussy, and she, who has never even like seen a man without a fucking like winter coat on, can give him a hand job. He's like, oh, I'm gonna, oh my god, you have to stop him coming everywhere. It's like a spring. It's old faithful here. Just a geyser of jizz. <laughs> It's because she's so that hot. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Does it's it? just no one's ever seen her without a house coat and, uh, and, oh, and, and her, maybe her a long fucking hijab. I don't know up. how this works. <laughs> it was like a hijab. She's like, her hair has to be tucked up. Like She hides her braid. And then she just stops. She's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm over that now. That was 18 hours ago. I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because it's poorly written and everyone in it is stupid mm. as shit. Doesn't make any sense because they used the pound over there. 
I have to imagine that E.L. James doesn't take criticism or like from an editor. You know, an editor would say, dude, or they wouldn't say dude because they'd be British, but they, you know, the editor would be like, <laughs> bloke, bloke <laughs> mate, you can't Governor. do this. Fish, Don't, bosh, willy, this willy. isn't good. This really, you what? Chap. And where does this person, that thing you set up in the beginning doesn't even appear in the end. What is wrong with you? I have a fe- feeling E.L. James is like, I was so successful. I'm not changing anything. Yeah, these are low effort and high reward. I bet, I bet the editor just runs spell check. I don't think they bother because they were like, no one gave a fuck about the last six. And those and made those a were ton. just fucking AIDS in book form. And then <laughs> these come out. Spread and like wildfire. I don't think any, anybody would like no, this though. Dude, so, I don't know. so many people love this fucking book. Because, I mean, they read, like, I read All of His Jesus Gray. I read this in a day, and it is fantastic. And it's like, it's a, it's a great romance novel. Is it? Is it? No. She's a fucking victim. And he is exploiting her, and he is sad about his dead brother. And it's like, this is a great romance. Like, I fear for your future family, ma'am. Uh, yeah, they're not good. This is not good. It's the best written of the four books we've read, though. That's which I think which yeah, just brings it up into it's good enough to be shit and not bad enough to be funny. Oh yeah, we're we're way out of that category now. It's just it's just boring. I, I wasn't even bothered by the plot. Like I don't really give a fuck. Like whatever, I'll read it. It's just boring, and there's it was and really like, boring. Honestly, forty percent of it meant nothing. Like. There's a whole bunch of shit with his mom and the sister, and they're only in a couple scenes. Oh, his and sister, where he said... Nothing! Um, his sister, where he said, I turn, and behind me is the one woman in the world I adore, Marianne, my younger sister. Though the previous chapter is like, Caroline is my best friend. Oh, yeah. Well, his, uh, he has no His best friend is Caroline, who, again, that also never gets really wrapped up. Well, he like, wraps it up every time, like, dude. Well, he bangs her, but he want, he lost his virginity to Caroline. Awkwardly. And then she chose his brother, and then and he never got like, over I have it. to go fuck 2,000 other girls, and then I'll be back for 2019 you. 2019 other girls. <laughs> <laughs> still, I'm but still going to this one. It's... She, she's just like, come be my, come fuck me more. I'm so lonely. I think my, I think I'm pregnant. No, I'm not. I think my husband killed himself. Oh, God. Like, the fucking thing where he's like... manipulating... When, when she gets... They don't have the emails in this book. Instead, they just have text messages where it's like, and Caroline was like, not pregnant. I guess I've got nothing of your brother's frowny face. (laughs) (laughs) Sad trombone. My husband's dead and I'm alone. Womp. (laughs) And then he responded like, but he'll always have them in your heart. And it's the gif of that black guy tapping his head and like, uh. (laughs) He He just responded, KTHX. New phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> but like that plot. No, they're British. Nothing. It'd be like, who art thou? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the solution to that is like, he, he like goes and like, he's like, fuck, my, I have to go. Alessia, she's like, wait. Because these are rich. These are very, very rich people. Money is meaningless to them. And and they're like and they yet they learn the names of the help. I just in my fantasy of being a rich person, I never learn the names of the help. Well, but that's his only friends rich, are his two high school friends, his wife's, his brother's wife, his sister, 
and the help. And well, because he just doesn't really actually respect women. Like at one point, no. he's he's fucking women all the time, and then he says something to her, and she's like, she doesn't. Oh, fuck, I forget what it was. She's like, why does she feel like this about me? Or he's constantly oh, struggling to remember their names. Like while he's banging his brother's widow, he's like, I banged a lady last night. What was her name? Jolene, Joanne, whatever. Some coos. I'm like, wow. I hope this is the hero of the book. He's like, oh, I, I can tell I make her uncomfortable. Is it me or is it men in general? And it's like, dude, you've been no, it's you. fucking and discarding women for your life, and you care only about the feelings of this particular woman because you haven't banged her yet. It's- but also, every waitress and barista that looks at him, I fucks the shit out of him. Except for the one that's anyway. really mad at him. Because he fucked her before. already fucked him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's, again, like, what was the point of that scene? Just to show that he fucked a lot She's of women. She's going to spit There's in no my duck pie, bish bosh. <laughs> duck pie. <laughs> That's some British shit, probably, yeah? <laughs> That's what clowns eat. They say, duck, and then they throw a pie in your face. Waka waka. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't, I can't try to think of like other ridiculous British British foods. They're probably you spotted know, just... dick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone oh, in this I book fucked her, then I ended up dick. with spotted dick. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> spotted dick. That has to be syphilis, right? Uh, yeah. Warts. His favorite food was bangers. <laughs> Banger and her mash. Bangers and gash. <laughs> it's hot garbage. It's not even hot garbage. It's just garbage. Who should read it then? No one. No one. Absolutely it's boring. Nothing. It is. It's fucking like, it is, it is it, like at least Fifty Shades of Grey was like funny and how bad it was. This had like a few lines like, "Ha! Oh, I can't wait to make fun of this later." But this book was boring, and it was fucking long. In the beginning, it was kind of fun to like make fun of things and take notes and whatever. And then it was just like, "Oh my god, this is still happening." I'm only 18% through. What is happening? Yeah. It, it's like a vortex of time. I'm stuck in. Like, like, nothing's was happened. it actually longer than the Shades of Grey, or did it just feel longer? I think those were long books, count too. Wise, it, those yeah. are in the 500-ish so this range. Was, this, this was, was like 512 mm. officially or something like that. So it's a similar length. No, but it just felt fucking interminable. That's an SAT word that this book could use. Also, abominable. Hmm. <laughs> And or use a British word, shite. <laughs> I did highlight this. Uh, this is the inter the inter Yorkshire putting it into you. <laughs> That's what he should have said. <laughs> I, I copied down the sentence when he's saying, "Like, let's go uh, rescue my sex trafficking fiance," and he's like, "Let's get a drink first. And he's like, "Cool." He said, "A quick one and just one, okay?" I'm going to meet my future wife's parents. I don't want to be stocious. Uh, that was oh, that's the part I just. Stocious actually appears in the Mac Notes app as not a real word, but it is a word. It just means drunk. Is that like a British word? I've never, I've never heard that word in my life. I've never heard it before either. I looked it up. I was like, what the fuck is this word? That's a thesaurus. It's Ireland thesaurus slang. Word. It's a thesaurus word. It doesn't even appear as a real word because no one it's uses British it. British slang it might be one of those fake words that the thesaurus is make up just to make sure nobody's copying them just you know, to like put like they put a fake word writers. in and then if it appears <laughs> a in real another thing? thesaurus yeah if the word appears in another thesaurus they can bring him to court and say you copied us 
they fucking put like traps. That's the nerdiest yeah, thing so, I've ever so heard. So dictionaries my life. do that. They Fucks put in up. fake words. Maps put in fake. Like, like little tiny shit. islands that no one would ever actually care about anyway. They Holy actually put shit. that on there to catch copycats. That's so weird. The technically still a virgin islands. It's like a giveaway. You know, like, oh, <laughs> the butt doesn't count. I guess it's true. But man, imagine being the kid who fucks that up on your term paper and you're like, that's not a real word. That's just a lawsuit bait word. Though if you, you Google be, it, it shows no. up. So. Although... If people were, if the dictionary was to just make up a word and then people started using it, it would no longer be a fake word. It would actually be a real word at that point. I hope that there's someone in a dictionary company somewhere like trying to get fake words made. Even just figuring out which, what, which word is it in the whole dictionary must be really tough. So who should read it? Nobody. Nobody you've listened at all. this long, why don't you tell us what you thought? Send us an email to drunkeyesbookclub at gmail.com. Send a, uh, follow us on Twitter at DrunkGuysBC. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Guys Book Club. And if you've listened this long, why not leave us a review wherever you're listening? Just round up to five stars. Once for every uh, 200 pages too long, this book was. Oh, Jesus. That's... <laughs> it should have been negative pages. <laughs> <laughs> and check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening. <laughs>